What's up, party people, and welcome to another episode of Upon Further Review. Yeah. (laughs) This week we are talking about Raging Bull, the Martin Scorsese, Robert De Niro boxing classic. Motherfucking Scorsese. You mean the Rocky ripoff? (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) You said it. You said it. How dare you? How dare you? Well, on the mics we get uh, Amy J. Cordova. Boom. We got the Jonesy. What? Which, what, what? And I am Noah <laughs> Kinsey. All right. So let's just dive into it. Okay. Well, Amy, what did you think of it? Interesting. I thought it was interesting. I didn't know it was going to be black and white. I'd never seen it before. I know. I know. You know what? I'm not. No, I had never seen it before. Either. Okay. I didn't. I'm not the huge Scorsese fan. And I hope I don't catch hate for this, but I'm not like. I mean, I All respect. All the hate on this side of the table, woman. Oh. Let's hey, go. What the fuck did you, you say? You want to go? Let's go. <laughs> Come on, go. Let's go. What's but, the matter with you? What the what? What the I fuck is get... the matter with you? Yeah, what's the matter with you? <laughs> Let me slap you upside the head. You know what, though? Did um... you fuck my wife? Oh, my Amy, God. Amy, did you fuck my wife? I fucked your wife. No, man, I didn't fuck your wife. <laughs> it's kind of fucking going on. You come into my place. Yeah. You look at me. You tell me, did you fuck my wife? Okay. <laughs> did you do uh, it? Do you want me to fuck your wife? <laughs> I, I know, mean, right? Will you, you, will you, you shut up? <laughs> I know. I did? The way that they kept saying that <laughs> oh and the God. look he gave, I felt like he would be yeah. like, can you please fuck my wife? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Somebody She's much do younger it, than so me. I don't and go through yeah, this anymore. it's a whole thing with yeah. women. Um, I mean, I've done her a lot. She feels used. I just feel like I would like it better if someone else would do it while I was watching. Can you please fuck my wife? All the babies <laughs> I don't know any other way to ask you how God. to do it. Come you're on. my brother. Man, I like being a cuckold. Come on. Come on. You're my brother. Fuck my wife. Fuck my mm-hmm. wife. Mm-hmm. like, no, what's the matter with you? That's <laughs> fucking weird. I'm not even going to answer that. Your hair looks God. like a Brillo pad. Fuck my wife. <laughs> His hair looked awful. I hate it when <laughs> I hate it when they do period movies and they used to do this all the I time. hate when they do period movies because I'm like, seriously, <laughs> yeah, I can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I'm doing? You see what I'm up against here? If anything, I'm surprised God. that came from me. Or yeah, not yeah. you, Amy. No, but continue. I don't make period jokes. I make <laughs> penis and ball jokes. This Let's get true. on my level, This is please. true. You do do different yes. the other gender hey, jokes. Yes, I, I rescind. Right. I rescind my commentary. Please do. But, anyway, continue. Um, I thought it was interesting. I mm. thought the acting was really super good. And I thought some of the shots were really done beautifully. And I love how they infused, like, the, um, you know, classical music and stuff like that. But as a whole, eh. Yeah. I'm right there with you, too. I mean, I this is a film that you watch and you study in film school. Uh-huh. It's like, eh, everybody Once. fucking, eh, a yeah. tour jerk-off section. <laughs> right. Right. At the same time, I can appreciate it for what it is. Like, mm-hmm. for me, looking at it as an editor, fucking phenomenal. Like, yeah. Schumacher just kills it in the editing room. Um, the editing, to me, is what makes it. The performances of Robert De Niro work out decently, too. Just mm-hmm. at some point, for me, it's just one of those things where you're just like, fuck, man. Like, fuck this guy. <laughs> yeah. You know, for real. Just fuck this guy. Like, for I don't real. I know. Damn it. And I, I didn't care about him. I yeah. didn't Never. care. At no point did I care about him. I'm like, yeah. why, is, why is this relevant? Why am I even supposed to care about this guy? He has no redeeming qualities. There's, and here's the other thing. There's zero redeeming qualities for anybody in yeah. this entire right. movie. Yeah, exactly. His, his brother kind of wanted the best uh, outcome and everything, of course. But I didn't also like him. He was kind of an asshole and... Yeah, because I mean, even though he cared about his his brother, it was kind of that whole concept of honor among thieves. Like they did shady shit together. Yeah, Yeah. they did. And then the whole like you know slapping their wives up and everything, which 
Yeah. Well, I mean, I my, I mean, that. knowing how, so Scorsese grew up in a, in, mm-hmm. in, you know, a building sure like that. And so I'm he sure took he a did. lot of cadence from, from that type of stuff. Of Although it did take a lot of cadence to this entire film took cadence from, at least in my opinion, like Streetcar Named Desire on the waterfront. You know, mm-hmm. it took a lot of it. I mean, it's yeah. fucking <laughs> the he last, quotes, uh, he quotes yeah. it in the very he end does. of the film. I uh, could have been a good then Yeah. Um, <laughs> there's my Marlon Brando again. <laughs> Welcome back, Marlon. Um, <laughs> But basically, <laughs> I love it so much. Look who uh, came by to talk. <laughs> Sit down, Marlon. Why What's the hell up? Why that guy steal my fucking, my fucking voice, huh? Where's your cat? Bring your kitty <laughs> <Yeah>. cat. <laughs> you like Mr. Giggles? <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't giggle for you. It only giggles for me. <laughs> um, so I mean, it takes a lot of cadence from that. Mr. So I, it's interesting enough because we right. see, you know, in movies a lot of times you don't see that side of humanity. Mm-hmm. And it, it's very violent and um, riddled yeah. with jealousy and fear and <laughs> sexual angst and mm-hmm. all that type of stuff, which I, I can appreciate yeah. for what they're trying to go for. At some point, though, I just I think for me, because the whole story is really just about um, Lamada's mm-hmm. Lamada and his brother more yeah. than anything yeah. else. Right. The, the turning point for me was when she actually said, like, yeah, I fucked your brother. Like, his yeah. cock was in my mouth. I yeah. fucked your brother. And I'm just like, God can, damn it. Can you shut up now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And at that point, you kind of lose the faith in his brother even. Because he's somebody that's been sitting there trying to root for him the whole fucking yeah, time. Yeah, You know, and even his own brother at some point, he's pushed <sighs> so many people so far away from him right. that he's left alone, obviously, when hey. he goes to jail and all that type of stuff. So it's yeah. really just a, a decline into the abyss. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so I can, again, I can appreciate what they're doing with it, but at the same time, I was just like, "This whole life was an abyss. Yeah. This whole life was an abyss. I didn't care." Other than like, the color, together, right? They they threw those splashes of colors yeah. in, which was like to me, they did that in a way to kind of show just that small amount of time of color in their life, which Where was probably happy, the happy, family, yeah, it was like married. the happiest moment of his yeah. life more than anything right. else, and the then video, everything uh, just on the, the dark films, days, yeah. You know, that type of thing. Um, but yeah, it, to me, I like it and I don't like it at the same mm-hmm. exact time. I appreciate it for what it is, but is it fucking one of the top? No. It's number four. If it's Ever? one of the top films, well, on the AFI fucking In the list. AFI. I had a real problem how. with AFI. Yeah. I had a real problem with their list. Yeah. yeah. Well, some of it. I mean, I'm kind of curious on like... Remember Casablanca, where it's all Whoa. up and down, you know? and know. were you on the on the waterfront or um, Lawrence of Arabia? Yes. Oh my god, that was you, me, and Chris, and we were like fifteen minutes of conversation about the film, and then it was like, why did they make it? Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. music. I mean, come on, right? It was just garbage. Just a lot I'm of like, walking from left to yes, right on the screen. Exactly. It's like why impossible. But like, I, I didn't want to document watching know. Moses wander for forty <laughs> right? years. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like the B-roll from that. No, 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 no. Let's go this way. It's the B-roll no, 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 from no, no. Let's Moses. Let's go that way. No, 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 no. I think we went this way. Oh, my God. That was awful. It's like, Check I, yourself, AFI. I think we should show the parting of the Red Sea. What? And wake the audience up? Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> Let them now. They look tired. Damn it. Come on. Look how exhausted they are. They're Seriously. adorable when they Honey, sleep. Honey, let's put Lawrence of Arabia and put the kids to bed. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who needs Dimatap? Oh, my God. The keeps, <laughs> kids keep asking for snacks and stories. Just put in the movie. Just put them in. The they'll, be exci- movie. they'll be excited because it's a movie and then they'll exactly. be asleep before, yeah, you know, before it. the night, first night. act's over. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, it just wasn't... Yeah. I Not just didn't you, do huh? anything for me. I mean, so with Taxi Driver and Scorsese, yeah. I thought that that was a great film. Yeah. Um, that was just great performance. Mm-hmm. And I thought 
Oh, you know, Robert De Niro, too, you know, like yeah. taxi drivers. Yeah, because he had an interesting arc. This movie, mm-hmm. he kind of just did it. He was just an, an arc, asshole man. the whole time. The whole time. time. He didn't, like, at the very end there of this no movie. There was no redemption. He, at the very end, me and, my, me and my wife were just like, he didn't learn shit. He no. didn't learn shit. He didn't fucking learn shit. Yeah, you guys shit. are totally All he did was right. feel sorry for himself. Yeah, he did. He didn't well, say, like, wow, I should have. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, shame yeah, on yeah. her for staying with him. Dude, totally. Well, shame on her from the start. I mean, yeah, shame yeah. on she was and shame on him. Dude. And that was How pretty. Old was she? 15, 15. Which is. Why I get back then it was different. The it wasn't even. No, 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 no. It wasn't different. 60 year old Italian men. It's like. Let's not hang around them anymore, honey. Yeah. Okay. That's just bad parenting at that point. <laughs> That's just awful. <laughs> There's no parenting at that point. No. You know, oh they're all gosh. working in the fucking yeah. in the steel mills Parents and all like, that type of shit. Oh, thank God she she's gonna be able to get out of the house faster so we yeah. can have the place to ourselves. Sure, honey. <laughs> sure. That's not disgusting at all. Go yeah. for it. Bye. Go for it. Um, mm. I'm sure that six year old mm-hmm. loves you because you have so much to talk about. Go yeah, for it. You're I mean, even, super interesting. Even then, it wasn't even good Ugh. because he basically got put in jail for the 14 year olds. Yeah. Yeah. What's one year what, yeah. 15 yeah, years yeah. later? Yeah. Yep. Something so like what's that. the difference? I know. What the fuck? But was that, ugh, Seriously. That grossed me out, man. Yeah. It's awful. But to the same right? irony, right? Like, mm. to the same irony, like, those girls looked a lot older. Yeah. I didn't see that girl and say that girl's 15. You no, know what I mean? And I think was they did an interesting... And she looked older than 19. Totally. I thought mm-hmm. she was like well into her 20s. Yeah. You know? I mean, at the same time, it's... Uh, maybe that's what they wanted to do. They wanted to have somebody that kind of felt a little bit older. Or was not as creepy feeling. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? We don't need another Jodie Foster situation. Yeah, yeah exactly. Down. Because that creepiness that? worked. That worked, yeah. Is it because... Very yeah, weird way. Now, that worked. That worked really really well and plus we got to know her a little better we didn't get to know this woman no and even really, at all. yeah she yeah there and was even no... she came back to the house he had with his wife i yes. mean they came back and he's like honey honey you honey home? oh she must uh-huh. be shopping like, okay let's fuck in the bed right, with it, yeah, you know this is okay yeah. okay <laughs> no no bad 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 i'm even like that's bad don't bad do that if you don't know where she is if your she wife and he's like sitting on my lap yeah, that wouldn't look great. Okay. Why are you sitting um, all the way over there for? Listen. Uh, why are you mad at me, honey? I'm babysitting. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fuck, dude. Okay, Gary, I want you to be Lamada oh, imitating, uh, or, you know, in in character, uh-huh. asking her to take off her panties. That was the weirdest scene to you me. You guys know. That and was. then he dumped all that ice on his crotch. <laughs> He's like testing himself. <laughs> Who just has yeah, a who I just know. has a pitcher a of pitcher ice of in water. the bathroom? You, you know that's he's very, like I'm gonna get hard, <laughs> so I'm just gonna prep this now. Yeah, I just had a revelation, guys. Why didn't he just dip his junk in it rather than making a mess? Right. I'm sure yeah, he didn't clean it up. Right, yeah. right, right. That's right. her job. He's I had a revelation. Asshole. Yes, Lamada is Gandhi. Hear me out. Oh, oh. so right. one thing that not a lot of people know about Gandhi is. He, besides fasting on food, he also withheld sex from himself. Yeah. But he would convince younger women to sleep in bed with him naked to test him to see if he could, like, hold back the temptation. Uh, That's okay. a real thing. That's that crazy. So, man, Gandhi? sounds horrible. I, I didn't realize Lamato was Gandhi, guys. Uh, that is crazy. <laughs> Taking, Gandhi. Taking um, cadence from the man himself. That huh? is, that's amazing discipline. The man. He should have taken cadence from his fasting instead of his fatting up. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know? Well, supposedly that wasn't really heard of back then um, in movies. I guess that was like a big thing. I have a friend who's 
a film critic, and I was asking his take on it. Like, why is this number four? <laughs> for I didn't realize sake. it was so far up that uh, list and everything. Uh-huh. Um, I'll tell you. I mean, I'm sure there's here. some listeners who are just rolling around in their grave, which I don't know why they're there if they're alive, but whatever. Important That's their lives. But in the acting trend of personal transformation, De Niro gaining all that weight, common now, but more unusual then. Right. Um, terrific imagery and segments and gorgeous looking movie, which contrasts nicely with the brutality of the film. Stylized inside the ring, kitchen sink realism at home because of the black and white. Yeah, he and I saw is different he, movies. Is he right-handed? Because he totally typed that with his left hand. Yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, I can, kidding. I can see tie, a lot of the things that he's talking about. His, no, yeah. you know what? And but, honestly, um, like, I've course, read that. Because, yeah. Yeah, I've read that those types right. of commentary from over people and over who again. love it. But this is my thing, though. All right, and I'm just gonna say so it. I, it. I love, yeah. yeah, I love Scorsese films. Okay, sure. I'm just gonna do say too. it. I do yeah. too. I mean, he's good. I, I feel I, that this particular movie is to me was just a Scorsese jerk off session. So yeah. like, okay. he's done Agreed. Taxi Driver. He's done Mean Street. Well, he even put he's the done... quote at the end that was in honor of his film teacher that had nothing right. to do with the movie. So I'm right there <laughs> with you. So, you know what? I thought when that popped up because I may or may not have borrowed this from the interweb, but you know, you know what I mean. That's okay. All right, you know. Continue. Whatever. Moving on. <laughs> but I'm just saying, I thought that was like something like that was just thrown in by the person who uploaded it. I'm like, what the hell is yeah, this? Yeah, because it had made no it sense in context didn't. to the film. It didn't. I don't understand why it was just. Because Scorsese's like, I want to dedicate this. But he should have like, put it man. at the beginning of the film. Mm-hmm. This is. Or not maybe at all, because honestly, it doesn't make uh, sense with the film. It doesn't make any sense with the film, but it might have been a little softer for me had mm. I known that he did this in homage. Yeah, maybe. To his film school. Too. I mean, he's like, the guy is like four feet eight. <laughs> he does all his directing from atop a ladder, you know, a step ladder. And, and a bullhorn. And a bullhorn. <laughs> Okay. All right, now tell her to take off her panties. By the way, you never did your imitation. You're not going to get it today, Damn ladies. It. Why? Come on. Because <laughs> I, I got up my beautiful wife here. I'm not going to make all the ladies listen to this super wet. <laughs> I know. Oh, make him do it, Brad Talk. Oh, <laughs> see, she's saying. Beautiful wife is saying. Do Stop it. it. Anyway, the. Um, He's not cooperating. No, and I get the not transformation was cool for the time. But right, honestly, right. for me. For the for watching the film, it yeah. didn't really add that much because you didn't right. see it too much. I mean, no. and even when they did the prosthetics for him being around. older, mm-hmm. I mean, you could tell he was still padded. Yeah, well, here's... yeah, you could. So wasn't that he like when he was doing the lounge trend. stuff? You know, he may have put on like fifteen or twenty pound tops. But the lounge stuff, yeah, it was obvious. Yeah, very padded. Like that's a pillow. And even with idiot. the prosthetics, with like the nose and everything, yeah. it didn't look great to me no, i get it did you not. know in the 80s i know you know 1980 yeah, to be honest with you i looked past all that shit i didn't really care really? too too much i think this is the interesting thing for me and this is what i'm finding from what we as a ufr podcast mm-hmm. likes is we care more about character to yes change agreed yeah. right? and i care more and, about the connecting care, to the connecting film. to Absolutely. the because yeah. if i don't feel connected to the film right. it's the i can overlook 
a lot of flaws or glitches right. or right. whatever, I can overlook so much stuff if I'm connected with the film. Right. But Absolutely. if I don't feel a connection, all that stuff is magnified, man. Right. Right. Well, and I'm just sitting there nitpicking all this shit. Right. I mean, and here's the other. Here's the other end too. Like that's the way we as a group here like films. I mean, I completely am on board with Corsese making the choice to create a film with a character that really doesn't have much of an arc that mm-hmm. happens because at some point films are about making you feel something. If you just go into watching a movie and just being like, oh, it's good, right? Like, fuck you. Exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. But or even the people that come movie, out saying either, it's awesome. Why? Because it was great. Or this sucks. It's like, I want to know why you feel this way. Right. Or not even exactly. only that. Like that, I watched this movie and after the movie was done, I was pissed off because I was uh-huh. just like, that guy's a fucking dick, yeah. man. Like, I wish he got it. I wish he got his ass kicked even harder yeah. than he did just because he's such a fucking cunt, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> to which end by the very end of this movie it ends and i'm just like oh yeah the fucking asshole didn't learn shit yeah (laughs) you know and i and i'm i'm okay with that because i don't want to go into a movie every single time and being like oh they gave me the feels it was amazing i love the transformation i came into this film just being like fuck you scorsese that's why i love you at the same time Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying i'm okay with that i feel like i if i went into this feeling like this was more of a biopic mm-hmm, I think maybe, I would have had yeah. a different experience yeah did you not know that it was a biopic well I knew I it was based did. on her I knew it was I based didn't. on a real person but because it's Scorsese I figured yeah. there'd be like embellishment thesis or yeah. you know kind of like I could feel what he was trying to say with this movie and he wasn't really trying to say anything other oh, than it totally was what totally what, what was he saying it was not so much about what he was saying it was just about what he was articulating Right, you have a you have an interesting character that is riddled with jealousy and fear. Right, outside of that, it's juxtaposed very nicely with how they transition all the fight sequencing. Right, it's a way to externalize his internal conflict because we we see it happening okay. outside of everything, and then he's using the ring as a way to externalize a lot of okay. those, those feelings. Well, over guess time. what? It didn't work because <laughs> he was still a raging asshole. Sure, he was, but that was the thing. He was so. I mean, there was a moment where he's fighting Sugar Ray, and he doesn't yeah. even fucking fight. Who looks back. like an Indian man? He either really way. does. But <laughs> that was really weird. What? I yeah. thought he was Dalsam from Street Fighter. To be honest oh my with gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Yoga fire. I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> Round one, fight. Uh, um, that's awesome. But basically, he doesn't even fight back at some at that point because he is so numb to all the bullshit that's happening that that's almost like the in some weird way his bullshit, his penance. Yeah, it's all him. Yeah, sure. It's but doing. At this, that's my my point though you have a character that is that so far broken and uh-huh. he understands how broken he is right. he just doesn't know how to get the fuck out and of he it. had that small right. victory it's like you didn't knock me down yeah exactly and that's my point yeah because he's like right. that that's the thing like i'm gonna go through this entire fucking life and not get knocked down and i'm gonna keep doing what i'm doing but that's the tough part about that guy's character you know well, and that was his downfall out. too to keep exactly. doing what he was doing exactly okay. so for us we're watching this character that is like his whole life was a technical down 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 yeah that's a good way of putting it yeah, totally. You know, yeah. with with a small glimpse of happiness, which for me, the reason why he brings in the color, right? That small window mm-hmm. of excitement, and then the rest of it is right back into this bleak, you know, type of environment. So, for me, I can I can see what he's trying to yeah. do within yeah, yeah. this, you know, and I All can right. agree with your friend, you know, as mm. a, as the critic, you know. But I at the know. same time, I think for me, yeah, I totally see what he was saying. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. I, I mean, if you look what at it from satisfying? that point of view. I think that's my biggest thing. At the very end of this movie, no. am I satisfied the way I feel? Eh, I wish it could have. I wish I had a more satisfying ending personally. But yeah. you know what? I like what happened 
within the film. Okay. Towards the end, because I appreciate it. Yeah. Okay. And I have to say, I mean, if we're going to compare this to Rocky, because everybody freaking did. I mean, that's one yeah. of the reasons Scorsese did this black and white is to differentiate okay. it from Rocky. Yeah. Right. That was a conscious really? effort. Uh huh. Oh, interesting. Um, the fight scenes I were infinitely better than Rocky. Uh-huh. I okay. mean the the choreography for it the the technic nope. technicality you don't think <laughs> nope. so the Chaplin no. boxing scene were better choreographed than this boxing scene <laughs> <laughs> these this these box I mean at least Stallone knows how to box I mean God only well, knows about he never puts up his dukes that's my biggest gripe as yeah. someone who used to box you put up your fucking dukes. Right. And he never did. And well, he got let's the be shit honest here. Out. Let's be honest here. Rocky had one fight and he lost. Yeah. Right. And then all the other fights there. Well, two fights. All right. Let's say the yeah, beginning two one. In the first and then, one. Yeah. And then you know whatever. I mean, you get to see Lamada fight fight okay. in this movie. There's more boxing yeah. in this movie than there was in fucking Rocky. This looked yeah. like bare knuckle brawling. The way he fights. I'm okay yeah. with no, that. Yeah. Like, I'm okay no with the rawness whatsoever. of it. I'm okay with that though. It fits the it fits the environment that he's in. Yeah, okay. wholeheartedly, possibly. But here's the thing: I got to the point where I was so sick to death of those stupid boxes. They were boring to me. Really? They were boring to me. At least with Rocky, it was like bobbing and weaving, and you know Getting they were trash talking and everything. Thank you. But you know what? Here's the thing. You I know fast, what it is? She's not attracted fast. to De Niro. Uh, she's more attracted to Stallone. Ew, is that Lamada no. knows? She yeah, just can't she's like, Yeah, she's I like, got, mm, you know what? I got some red carpet Stallone stories that I will tell you later, but oh, I'm not I can't a fan. Wait. I am not a fan. Not a fan of Stallone? Oh, that makes me sad. You know yeah. what, Jeff? Here she goes. My lips are sealed. I'm not saying shit. Okay. But, well, well, not, not uh, on mic. And then not on mic. But here's the thing. Um, I, I got super bored with them, and I was like, oh, goody, another fucking fight. And I started like fast-forwarding. No. No, it wasn't, because mm-hmm. I cut down. I started fast-forwarding through all the all the fights. There must have been a half hour worth of fights. Mm-hmm. It seemed like it. It seemed like Maybe it cut it the movie like, it, but, like to mm-hmm. back to 90 minutes if you I love eliminate they... like 10 minutes of each of the fights. I don't know. Maybe they just See, but felt... I think the hard part for you is you're watching the fight in a way they're like, oh, God, another... You know, another meat on meat okay. bun- but punching I, match. Okay, you know but I, mean? I kickbox and I love boxing. This was just bad sound. Boom, 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 boom. I'm like, well, it was with tomatoes even... and melons. Yeah, that's how well, they made the I'm sound sure. of the impact. Well, they were also the, they the... were also using the sound design with like they had animal screams in there uh-huh. and they had pops <laughs> yeah, of the uh, yeah. of the old school. Um, okay, I can see that flashing of the bulbs and things like I that. Didn't. I mean, the the the, the consistent motif of you're a, you're a fucking animal. What's the matter with you? You're a fucking animal. Animal, you know, so they added a lot of those types of yeah. um, elements into some of the sound design, which I was like, that's fucking, it's kind of mm-hmm. neat. But I think you got to pay attention to the fight sequencing, not as in a way that you're like, oh, they're just boxing. Like, you got to see it how it's even relating. It's beautifully done. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, I totally disagree. Yeah, I with think you it was there. pretty technically, technically well done and edited Boo. very, very well. Boo. <laughs> Boo. Okay, I'm going to take you out back and beat you both. <laughs> She's like, I'm going to show you how to box. All right, I'll grab the tomatoes box. and melons and okay, let's do this. Let's go. You want to go? Let's go. <laughs> well, what was it about the boxing matches that you just, did you just not find it to be authentic? Um, no, was I didn't it too stylized? What was I the point for you? I didn't find it authentic. I didn't find it authentic and he just looked like a robot out there. He wasn't feeling it. He didn't, he only wanted to win because he wanted to win. It wasn't anything, it didn't seem like it was personal to me. It didn't mm. seem so like, you know what, connection. I need to, to fight it again and it probably just goes back to he had no arc and why did I care about his character? That's he fair. had no That's character fair. and I couldn't, 
I'm like, so well, interesting. I, Rocky, love how, I love this stuff okay. because it's such a different way of how I watch exactly. the movie versus how you I'm watch see, the movie. I'm not watching yeah. it as a filmmaker. I'm watching it as a film goer and I am, I'm not impressed. You're watching um, it as a human with emotions. I guess right. so, yeah. And you know how I hate the feels. Yeah. <laughs> you know how I hate it. No, because, I mean, honestly, I, I did have those two thoughts where I'm like, uh-huh. I felt more connected to the Rocky fights because of what was at stake and because right. I right. cared about that he man. He had heart. Right, right. But he technically, heart. with the editing and sound and everything, I oh, felt no. like this movie was superior. Sure. Okay. And just with the technicality of like actually boxing. Well, too, in the slow down, the, the way that they like slowed down everything and you kind of like focused in on, you know, him getting that last punch, you know, the right. from Sugar from Sugar. And I thought Ray, it was and, like, super was interesting. Like, super cool how they, you know, moved the camera. Where and, they used the okay. sponge to uh-huh. like cool him off and right, it was, it was right. bloody. bloody yeah, yeah. Full I thought of that blood. was super Gross. interesting yeah, yeah. you know I might have to watch some of those scenes again just to see it through your perspective because yeah watch I, it on a I technical mean, side okay I mean, watch it on a filmmaking side as opposed so maybe to we film should goer. say that you know just be like because well, I did I mean I did technically because well, I did feel more connected to the Rocky fights right. because, because I of what love that man and because yeah, I just totally. felt he his emotion came yeah, through. Whereas, and kind of so. going back to your point, uh-huh. um, like, you know, everything, you felt the emotion. Right. And you felt like Rocky's emotion. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the reason we you didn't feel any emotion with Lamont is because he's freaking dead inside. Yeah. I mean, that's the point. Inside, that is, but why is he dead inside? That's the thing that you guys got to pay attention to. You know, that but is why? the point. Well, it's, it's kind of self-inflicted. It, it yeah. really, it very much is self-inflicted. And we get introduced to <laughs> right? him in the beginning in that perspective. And if you, you know know I mean? I've never loved him. I mean, well, but also one of, the, one of the reasons suit. he was so angry all the time is because he had near um, hearing loss. Mm-hmm. He had only so he was like Beethoven. Yeah, one ear was like thirty percent, and one ear was seventy percent. So wrote he some like some of his best symphonies he begrudgingly. Yeah, he wrote right? them what? He wrote his uh, symphonies begrudgingly because he right. couldn't hear shit. Because his dad used to beat his ass, mm. his ears. Well, you got to. I mean, his ears being his ass. The bigger thing that you got to keep Makes paying sense. attention to is <laughs> right? like. We Looking, are not doctors on the show, so I think not. we can say that stuff and not get sued. Exactly. <laughs> well, I was absent. Sorry. Sorry. Yeah. Question mark. Should question I be? Mark. I um, some of the things you got to pay attention to okay. when you're watching this movie too is the social economic okay. status that's right. happening. Right. That was everybody. They are immigrants in that in that entire area. Right. Gross. Like at some point, he, but also who was in control? Right. It was the mob. You know, he wanted yeah, his yeah. shot and he beat everybody. So theoretically, right. he should be the contender. Totally. He should fight. <clears throat> but he had to do this political bullshit just to get noticed right. by the freaking mob yeah. mm-hmm. to set him up for a fight right. that they wanted to eventually make him take a dive on. Exactly. Did you see and that that's handshake? got to piss you off. Yep. They were at that supper club. And the his wife is there, and his uh, who was it? Joe Pesci, his brother, and the brother's girlfriend. Yeah, even though he was married, yeah. but continue. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> Moving on. I thought, Moving thought on. that was so like nonchalant. Yeah, like that I'm wasn't like, even okay, his wife. And so we're, like, we're just gonna all pretend like you're not having an effect. I don't you're know. Like best friends with Joe Pesci's wife, and <laughs> exactly. you're not gonna say anything. I know. Yeah. Seriously. Exactly. They're yeah. Like, some of the interconnection. I'd be like this. Who's this jumpy, bitch? I feel, but but <laughs> that was real say every day. That was probably the times though. Right. Right. But it's so the mob guy comes over and he like, you know, gives LaMotta a handshake and that handshake is like 
Eh. Well, it's because he didn't really want to shake his hand. No, I know yeah. that. Well, I know at that. At that moment, he didn't owe that Man fucking up. guy anything yet. Right. No, and that's the point. That was a power. Not. That was a power move. I know. Within that room, respect on that part. You know respect what I mean? On like that he, part. like I owe and you that part only. I owe you nothing. You know <laughs> yeah. what I'm saying? And then, and then the next time we, you know, I when we see you. him in the house. He basically jumps up, you know, like yeah. that when he comes. Hey, in. hey oh, yeah. look, what? You know, look at you! Forget yeah. about it. Right. Um, so, thinking about the socioeconomic status that's happening within that culture, right. outside of that, it's a it's a big movie about low self esteem. Like throughout this entire movie, he doesn't feel like he's worth anything. Through this entire fucking movie, he's not worth love. He's not he's worth not. his family. He's not worth but himself, not. and yet he's still going through yeah, doing it, what he's by doing. his own design. But yeah. he's not. Yeah, he did it to himself. You know, you can see how it him works, with though, his right. Mm. It's perpetual in that sense. Yeah, you can see him with his inner conflict. He knows right from wrong. He knows it's not okay to beat his wife. He knows it's not okay to humiliate her and have affairs. And mm-hmm. he knows that. You know, it's not okay to treat your family like that, but he does it anyway. Right. He yeah, has every because... opportunity, and I know what you guys are saying. I totally get it, and I know it's a vicious circle and everything, but... It's an interesting study never... in fear. But also when yeah, you... Yeah, I guess so. It's very Shakespearean, isn't it? It really... And that's... <laughs> like... It's a tragedy. That's pretty much it what is. this is. Yeah. I still don't give a shit about it. No, and I don't either. I don't. And yeah. I don't even think the film wants you to give a shit okay. because nope. they make no apologies for it. At and kind all, of, man. And kind yeah. of going... If yeah, you, they don't. They don't. If he you think it. about people who don't have You're power, right. who are angry about it, what they do is they take it out on the people they of do course, have power on right? it. That's why he would do that to his wife Passive and things like aggressive. that. Because it's why like, do you think he was always after young women? He was he never he never had a woman. Look what happened when he actually did have a quote unquote woman in the beginning of the movie. Yeah, he fought with her every single fucking yeah. time, and she wasn't having any of that shit. No, you she, know? Was, she was that, not that having any. Stood much. up to his bullshit, exactly. and it's like, oh, you're a nag. It's like, no, yeah. you're yeah, an you're not fucking you're an exactly. <laughs> you know, yeah. and that's why that particular scene is very important too to happen yeah. because it uh-huh. shows that like. For one, he's not. Not every woman's going to take that, you right. know. And I'm really, nope. I'm really happy that we had a woman in there that was just like, no, fuck you, man. Yeah. Like, fuck. That's this. very much the culture back then, um, to some degree. I'm sure, you know, to every exception. I was kind of surprised sure. how and flippant they were to just be like, oh, and then she's out of the picture. Well, yeah, because who did we really care like, to watch all second. of that breakup? So we know it didn't work. We know it was going to go down, and then that was it. He was know? having an Done. affair with that. 15 year old chick the whole time I thought he was having an affair with him and then uh, it shows them getting married and then the color starts ever so subtly and then it goes back to black and white and then kids are being born and then the brother's getting married and it's like technicolor kind of and yeah, I mean, I that was kind of an interesting thing. So I'm like, okay, so I guess they're divorced now because he's getting married. (laughs) Um, okay, but still. They're sister wives now. Sister wives. <laughs> oh, good lord. They're I think Mormons. for me, like Joe They're Pesci. Brooklyn Mormons. Uh, Joe Pesci's <laughs> performance in this was yeah. phenomenal. Perfect. He was. It was so good. He was better than De Niro. Ugh. I'm sorry. Get I feel out they're me, just they're good together. Yeah, like yeah, De Niro and Pesci, so. like they are like so. Martin Scorsese's like go to yeah. back then. They are so good together. Did Scorsese? Yeah, they are. They are. It's like they're having a con- they're walking down and the street, for a while walking to and talking, get them to feel like brothers because yeah. I think that was the first time that they worked together. Yeah, um, oh, he had okay. them live together for a while. Oh, really? Oh, really? That's pretty cool. Did Scorsese do a cameo in this one? Yes, when when Jake Lamada asked. Um, someone to come up on stage that was Martin Scorsese oh, at one okay. of the lounge things. Yeah, that oh, really disgusting beard. 
Um, but Scorsese's brother guy. was also um, in the movie when he was sitting with uh, with the mob guys uh-huh. that wanted to come over for a drink. Uh-huh. That was uh, Martin Scorsese's brother. Adorable. Sitting there. Which you could kind of tell because I'm like, that one guy looks like Martin Scorsese. <laughs> Ugh. I was surprised to see Coach in this from Cheers. Yeah. I know. That was cool. Yes, Coach. I love just, that guy. Those guys just look like And he was great skin. in it. Mm-hmm. He was fantastic. Right. Yeah. Disgusting. I was a big fan of that. Yeah, it's nice to... I mean, we. I watched... Uh, <laughs> they didn't hear my foreskin remark. Never mind. Keep on going. <laughs> Coach from Cheers, go on. Um, I think it's just ceased <laughs> to shock me when you do this stuff. Sorry. So it doesn't stand... No, I'm just saying it doesn't stand out as much because I'm like, of course, you Amy's going to talk... It. It's like, what did you have <laughs> for breakfast is, is the same thing as like Amy's going to talk about foreskin. Or balls. Or balls. Because there's no so you can time talk about when male balls genitalia are not it, fun to talk about, right? Come on. What? There is no time where balls are not fun to talk about. I mean, we're going to have to Our balls are like agree way to disagree up. on that, but that's okay. okay. All right, fine. You know what? Amy just I mean, chooses to get all of her balls. All I'm saying is when <laughs> All I'm saying is oh, when you're an owner, it's You just got the finger, my friend. Oh man. Ooh. When you own them, it kind of just Yeah. They're just dangling. They're it's just a thing. Anymore. They just hang around, yeah. yeah. All right, fair enough. They're always there. But I have ovaries <laughs> and I never get to see around. them or fiddle with them or adjust them. They are not, you know, fun in hot or cold weather. They do nothing. I only know they're there because of the you lady doctor. Chesticles. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. Yeah, you're right. Chesticles. I'm just pointing those out. No, I mean, it's not the same as. It's women have the dangly. most fun parts. I mean, yeah. fair enough. You find male <laughs> genitalia funny. I they're wonder how you women get anything done in the day. I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. It's like true. seriously, it's like true. I used to think if I had boobs, I'd play with them all day, you know. But when I was fat, I, I realized boobs, like, and I yeah. play with them half of the day. Yeah, and when I was fat, I played like half a day tops. Yeah, you know. Like, all right, this was kind of fun. So, I, so I, I, yeah. <laughs> well, this podcast made it. <laughs> this definitely <laughs> this made it turn. <laughs> turned. And why? Because of Amy. Yep. Thank you. So, so thank good. you for that. Amy. At blocking and bridging conversations. Sexual no, repressed <laughs> Amy. That is why <laughs> yeah, I'm so right. damn good at publicity. <laughs> I will change the damn subject and you guys won't even know what hit you. It's like. Ugh. It's like rape. It's it a hits surprise. Us like a bag surprise! of dicks. You know, in uh, <laughs> a bag of dicks. what was the blonde woman's name? Vicky. Vicky. Yeah, I was like, it would really Vicky. bother me because I'm like, Vicky. where the hell have I seen her? Yeah. But she's kind of the sexy mom in Kindergarten Cop. It's like, oh shit. No, she's not. Uh-huh. She's, no. she's not. She she's not weird. the main mom. She's not the main mom. Uh-huh. She's the one that's super flirty with Arnold all the time. Oh, that's right. Like she has that I know what you're talking cigarette about. smoking for yeah. years voice yeah. now. Yeah. She talks like this now. She talks like this. She talked Seriously. like that when she was 19. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the difference is. 15? She had a smoker's voice at 15. She's like, get over here, Lamada. Get over here. I'm going to take off my to, panties. Yeah, I'm trying to be sexy for you. Get your ass over here. Get me that picture of Thanks for Ice the Hello Kitty water. lunch pail for my birthday. <laughs> birthday. Yeah, I'll go take a ride with you. I'll go ahead and okay. jump in. Nice car. I'll go yeah. jump in there with you. That's a nice car. Is it yours? Oh, <laughs> is it yours? He's like, dang, girl, what's the matter with you? Huh? You want to mm. go take a ride? Yeah, I'll go take a ride with you. <laughs> what? Do you pee standing up? She's like, what's peeing? <laughs> Good answer. Fair enough. Okay, so at the end of the movie, uh, towards the very end, when he sees his brother coming out of that... Um, 
liquor know, store? Liquor store? Random ass liquor mark? store? <laughs> oh, it's the only liquor store on the block that's open. Yeah. I thought he was coming out of like a bo- When yeah, LaMotta came out of that yeah. bar with his used up lounge lizard Jesus lady. <laughs> so will I see you later? He's just like, here, take a dollar, bitch. Get the hell out of here. <laughs> so remember that whole scene where he's cuddling his brother in the parking yeah, garage? Yeah, when he's bad, trying okay. when he's bad touching like his brother. Ten he's, like, minutes. he's like, come on, give me a kiss. Give okay. me a kiss. Why are you, come on. This come is on, what I'm waiting on. for. Come on, give me a kiss. I was come watching on, that give me a, going, Give me a kiss. Give Gary's me another one. T- Give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. Give me a cut. I'm your brother's. Where's your tongue? I love yeah. You. yeah. Yeah. Come hey, on. Hey, you kiss my wife on the mouth, I kiss you on the mouth. Give <laughs> me a right. kiss. Show me a piece. You fuck my wife, you can at least give me a kiss. <laughs> yeah, give me a kiss. Give me a kiss. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Let's, let's come on. That's all I heard in that entire scene was come on. Come, come on. on. He's like, what are you on, get do off it. me? And man. the kissing sounds. It was like a ten It's like minute, making out with yeah. his neck. Like that is not the way you appeal to a brother. Yeah, but I mean, I guess we had different families. I mean, all joking aside, I think that would do the opposite. Yeah, and you really couldn't see where his hand is, and I'm like, is he finger banging his brother at this point? Jesus Christ! Good lord! It's a good question. Your beautiful wife is agreeing with me. I have so many. I have so many questions that I don't want answers for in this whole thing. It's like you can't see (laughs) shit. Is he rubbing? It's like okay, so you were thinking the same thing. Like, why are they okay? Why are they doing all this cuddling? He's like, no, thank you. We're in a parking garage. Let's not do this here. Can well, we I mean, if, get in with, the car? with all joking aside, it's actually a very sad scene. It is. A sad it's scene. it is a very a sad, sad scene because Jake has nothing. I'm wondering. That's his in that last scene. fucking. You know, he just and saw you think his, his brother, brother really called him. Okay, no. dude, he doesn't have his number. Well, and he doesn't his live brother in the same doesn't place. have a phone. Yeah, <laughs> he well, lost I mean, everything. Right. And then outside of that, you get this last scene where he finally, he gets a glimpse of his brother who doesn't want anything to do with right. him. You know? And at the end, of, in that moment, he's trying to kind of get some sort of closure, some sort of reconciliation yeah. within like, all this. And his, and his brother doesn't want any of it. And that was like okay. the most heartbreaking. No. You know what I mean? Like that guy is at the bottom of the fucking barrel and he is trying to be like, come here, come here. I'm, I'm trying to make this right. Let me make it yeah. right. And all of his brothers like, nah, on get ear. off me, get off me. I mean, they um, did it in a very... You know, very touchy feely type of way. Who knows? You maybe know, they did but... that. You know, Italians they kiss each other on exactly. the cheek all the yeah. time. Yeah, you know, they're very affectionate. Yeah. It's very yeah. there's a lot of affection there. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So for me, like with all joking aside, it was okay. a very heart wrenching scene personally. I can see that. I can see that. And if I cared more I, it was kind of touching. Maybe that was the only touching part in the whole movie because I can see Joe Pesci's character was like, eh. Yeah, he didn't want it. He didn't it, want it know? and everything. And I'm just wondering what Scorsese's direction was on that scene. What did he tell them to do or not do? Or just, did he just leave it and they were like feeling something and they just went for it? I don't know. If I was I directing mean, a scene I'm like that, like, I'd probably tell De Niro to be like, fight for his love, you know? Yeah. Go into this moment and try to fight. In a very Italian Brooklyn style. And I would tell Pesci on the other end is push his love away as as, as hard as you can. Put Put up a wall. Put up, yeah, exactly. Just put that wall right in front of you too. Don't give in to it, you know? Mm. That's how I would approach temptation with your brother. I mean, that's all they (laughs) they, they have, though. It's fun. It's fun to talk about. I know. Well, in the the scene where uh, where, uh, De Niro was asking him if he fucked his wife. He was or Scorsese wasn't getting the reaction from Pesci that he wanted, uh-huh. so he secretly told De Niro to ask Pesci if he fucked his mother. Uh huh. And also, mm. he didn't tell Pesci Purple. that there was going to be fighting because oh, he wanted oh. that natural like panic. Yeah, uh, interesting. Like, oh, which gosh. was very nice. Interesting. De Niro's yeah. beating Worked. my ass. <laughs> Worked. Yeah. 
I mean, I mean that scene is really interesting to me too, mm-hmm. just because, and like a I mean, we kind of already said it, but like it's so interesting that he's just asking him. Like mm-hmm. the jealousy is so yeah. boiling over. Super in paranoid. That. Do you think she just said that to get under his? And that's skin? my curiosity. Yeah, I think so. Because you know I, I feel mean? that. I think that's so. my curiosity. She's like, man. fuck you. But you know what, man? Fuck that girl too, because she is promiscuous, man. Totally. Already, I didn't well, care about 15, that girl either. You hanging know? around the mob, yeah. Sure, but Old at digger. the same time, it's just like his. In all honesty, that that um, insecurity that he had is probably warranted in some form um, or fashion. Okay, but my maybe, thing, but he was a little over the top with it. And, totally, but at the same time, well, and I feel like if anything, probably the way he was pushed her to it. Oh, totally, yeah. totally, totally. it's just like, damn, he, he accuses me all the time. Doesn't let but me do anything. He's miserable. I might as well have and fun. She had some right, balls right. because if she, if my husband was beating my ass, I probably wouldn't be promiscuous behind his back. Because what if? He caught, but she was kind of a badass. Like, remember when she was following down the street trying to beat his ass? Yeah. She's like, let's go. You want to go, bitch? Yeah. I like that. Right? I think that was like her. I like that. That was her, 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 points, that was her swan yeah, song was in that whole movie point. and whatever. Well, the, I, here's the irony, though. So, she stays with him. Not yeah. Even yeah. after that intense yeah, moment, like, yeah. he breaks down the fucking door and she stays with his ass. And my curiosity in the moment was like, why does she want to stay with him? What is I it know. about him that she wants to stay with? And it comes down to... Well, he's kind of giving her this life. You yeah. Know? yeah. Yeah. And that's ultimately where's she going to go? Where's she going to go for me? Exactly. She doesn't work. She doesn't fucking do shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Nope. My, the, 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 um, coming back to the brother actually having sex, I, I feel, at least for me, the way that it was kind of portrayed on the screen, I don't feel that he actually did sleep with her. No. You know? I don't think, I think so that's at all. A, I don't think so. She I, was I don't pissed feel off. that because only scorn. because if we didn't see the scene where he saw. Well, I don't know, man. It's interesting because there's so much things left unsaid throughout this entire movie, mm-hmm. right? So there was an interesting moment, obviously, where Joe Pesci catches Vicky her with that one with dude the, with the one guy that she originally was kind of hanging yeah, out with. Yeah, that De Niro kind of pulled her away from. Right, right. So then you know Joe Pesci comes in there and he's like, "What the fuck are you doing? Get up, get the fuck out of here!" Mm-hmm, you know, what mm-hmm. are you doing? What the fuck are you doing sleeping around? Huh? She's like, oh, "No, it's nothing. It's innocent. It's innocent." I'm like, "No, no, no. Get your shit. Get the fuck out of here. Let's yeah, go." Yeah. And she and basically he told the guy, he's like. What? What? It's innocent. It's innocent. No, you know it's not fucking innocent. You yeah. know, you know it's not fucking. Yeah, the guy didn't just bring her out. No, just exactly. And he smashes that fucking glass in his face. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, get him, Pesci. Yeah, yeah. You know? Pesci was yeah. a badass. Dude, he I really was. Love Joe Pesci. That was amazing. Really um, and then he smashes his head in the fucking. That was yeah. awesome. and all that type shit. So my curi- my, my, my my curiosity leads me to say, if he was willing to do that that intensely, is it because of his brother? Or is it because he actually has a thing for her as well? You know oh, what I'm saying? Um, like that's that's such no, an intense reaction. I, think, I don't no. know. I think it's point. because no. he's so loyal but to his so brother, to, and that's my hope to too. That, that's what I want to think. That, yeah. You know, because in some weird, yeah. in, but at the same time, if these are all unredeemable characters, in some way, it'd lead to think that, like, yeah, maybe he did sleep with her. Maybe that was more of a jealousy end no. on him. You know, going into that. that. But impression. I need, I need to have some form of like, right. no, he's a good guy. He yeah. means well. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because his character was. I don't want to believe that he's that big of a fucking schmuck. You know. His character is probably the one I cared about the most. Totally. Absolutely. Totally. I mean, I didn't totally care about him because he did do some shady stuff. What? But what, what did he do that was super, when super he shady? he brought to their double date a girlfriend instead of his wife. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, I guess that would be bad. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but he, that's the hard part for me because they... 
the the timing between everything jumps so so much. But sometimes. that was after. But I didn't know if that was the kids his, and stuff like was that. Was that yeah. okay? Okay, yeah. Because so. I was like, God damn it! <laughs> I gotta follow this fucking timeline. Um, plot it all out or some mm-hmm. shit, you know? No, I mean, yeah, and I do have respect for a lot of the craft and a lot of you know the professionalism. I mean, mm-hmm. even training for this, right, um, De Niro right. boxed in three matches, and mm-hmm. he he won two or. What was it? Yeah, he won two of them. He, uh, yeah, he entered himself into three genuine boxing or Brooklyn boxing matches oh, and won really? two of them. Nice. So I thought what that was kind of cool. Yeah, he was fucking in shape for this movie, man. Yeah, I was like, damn, De Niro, get it, girl. And then he gained get sixty it, pounds later. Ooh. Yeah, well, he gained sixty. Sixty pounds, pounds. so much so wow. that Scorsese wanted to shut down production when he saw um, De Niro because he was worried about his health. Uh, oh. De Niro's like Marlon Brando can do what I can. I can fucking do it. Yeah. And that <laughs> was a record until until Vincent D'Onfrio gained 70 pounds for Full Metal Jacket. Oh, shit. So but he's a, Vince, that dude's already a big guy anyway. Yeah, he's a big though. guy. But keep... to gain 70 is still pretty heavy. I mean, he's a stocky dude. Um, kind of going back to Jake LaMotta. Uh, I like him. So when he saw the movie, he, what did he, think? he said that opened his eyes about how horrible he a person was. he was oh my god and he asked vicky he's like was i really like that and she said you were worse oh <laughs> yes. well, I, I was uh, i read that when they were making this movie that lamada was on set for all the fight sequences oh, yeah. really? but he was never on set for the like the domestic stuff domestic, like any of that interaction paul schrader um sure the guy that worse. wrote taxi driver longtime yeah. friend to scorsese yeah. um when they were initially writing the story, Joe Pesci wasn't even in it. The brother's character was nowhere near oh, the script when they first did it. And then um, they needed something to hold on to at some mm-hmm. point. They need some form of mm-hmm. relation because if you don't have Joe Pesci's character, you have, you know, nothing. You have nothing. really nothing mm-hmm. to really truly he hold on so to. He was so good. <laughs> so, but he was also an anchor <clears throat> in the film. Yeah. Totally. He was. And to that end, what ends up happening is uh, Paul Schrader comes in and just write and then said, like, let's bring in this brother character. And so that's... You know, when they did the rewrite with him, mm-hmm. they brought mm-hmm. that character in full full force. But what's really interesting too is Joe Pesci. He quit acting in the seventies. Yeah, oh. right. So he's he, going to go back to a musical gonna, act with Frank Vincent, and he was actually this is the movie sings? that brought him back into. Yeah, he was a musician Dude. and an actor. Oh for my god, a while. Uh, really? His character from My Cousin Vinny. Yeah. Uh, he has his own album, musical album, which I own. Do you? Oh um, I can't oh, think of what cool. the character's name is, but something sings for you. Uh-huh. And it's oh. in in that character, he's singing. It's hilarious. Awesome. It's amazing. Nice, it's man. so gotta, good. I'll but find it's, that. Yeah, I, I have it. I'll let you borrow it. All it's right, cool. Amazing. Nice, man. Yeah, I just, he's so fucking talented. To Super even, talented. even moreover, that like, at least in my my first instance into Joe Pesci was Home Alone. Me too. Right? Because our age That's what we grew up with. That's what yeah. we grew 100%. up with. And then Absolutely. you dig into watching cinema and just seeing yeah. how amazing he is as a he's fucking actor. He's amazing and good man. fellas. I feel like he's like Jake Gyllenhaal where mm-hmm. it's easy to not realize. Well, no. In this way. Uh-huh. I'm not saying they... I mean, they are... They look like twins. Let's be honest. <laughs> um, no. Gee. No, what yeah, I'm... Yeah, the same way Danny DeVito is Arnold Schwarzenegger. So What I'm saying is is kind of when you see them as actors, you're like... Or as people, you're just like, all right. But then you don't realize until you're watching a movie just how much they transform yeah, and how strong right. they are for that. So I could see Fuck, that. they're talented. I do feel like Joe Pesci's yeah. kind of a... No, no offense to Joe Pesci and his... Uh, Beautiful. Well, he doesn't have as big of a range. range right. Like sure. I feel like he's like a. I like, hate to say it because it sounds so deluding his talent, but like a one trick pony, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, I mean, some of the he stuff chews that up he the scenery, oh, man. So good, he's dude. So that guy comes on his scene and he just owns it, no matter yeah. fucking what, man. Yeah. Am I funny to you? Huh? 
Am I fucking funny to you? Am Do I, like I make you clown? laugh? Am I, am I like a clown that makes you laugh? What the fuck? I mean, I even love that dude so <laughs> much, and he steals all the scenes in the Lethal Weapon franchise. Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, okay, 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 Totally. I love that fuck you with the right? drive through. I love that. Oh, it's amazing. He's bitching about the cell phone bills yeah. and all that stupid shit with yeah. Chris Rock. With Chris Rock, dude, the, <laughs> oh great, super great. Yeah, amazing. Thank you, Joe Pesci, for what yeah. you do. Oh, and I thought yeah. it was filmmaking. It was really cool to, and I mean, I saw it in the trivia, and it just reminded me, like, oh shit, mm-hmm. where uh, in the later boxing scenes to kind of see how Jake Lamada was diminishing as a person. They the boxing, um, like the rings were getting bigger. Interesting. Yeah. So that I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, it's really neat how it happened. I mean, there was a lot of good filmmaking aspects to it, and to think that Scorsese himself had an overdose in '78. And he this is, did? Yeah, he had a drug overdose in 78, and um, De Niro bitch. came to, oh God, came to the, to the hospital and was Just like, you got to make this movie, which Scorsese didn't really want to do because he doesn't like sports. Uh-huh. And like this was kind of what <laughs> helped surprise. grab Bring him by the bootstraps wow. for him to start filming it the next year. So to kind of see... What did he like, OD on? I don't Cocaine, know. probably? Love. Yeah, it was definitely love. Um, oh, cocaine! An addiction yeah. to cocaine. My assumption oh in seventies is coca. La coca es yeah, la diabla. <laughs> white lady. And you know what? Jake's Jake's brother actually I just sued. Went, this coffee is strong as hell. It's good. So that's bullet why. coffee. But anyway, is I love bullet coffee. I do too. Now you converted me. Put Gary. a little cocaine in it. <laughs> yes. Good. Can you guys sprinkle some cocaine? But Jake, some white girl in there. Jake actually mm-hmm. sued. Or really? Jake LaMotta's brother sued the production. <gasps> Why? Because of oh. his portrayal? For his alleged unflattering depiction. Okay. Which I'm like, dude, you were fuck. the emotional yeah, anchor you, in it. Yeah, fuck you, man. And Get all of your stuff. Did he win? Did they stuff like, was... give him some shut up money? Yeah, it doesn't really Whatever. Okay. It doesn't say. Whatever. I don't care. Fuck you. And uh-huh. I, um, that's interesting. I just want to be, like, okay. the funnier part for me watching this movie is, like, I want to be that mm. ballsy with people that annoy the fuck out of me. Just be like, get the fuck out of my face. Am I talking to you? Fuck you. Just oh, to be yeah. that rude yeah. to people that I don't me really like. Me on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. do. Yeah. If it's I was a girl getting that many dick pics, I'd be like, fuck nah. you. Fuck you. I don't get dick pics, but I get unsolicited people, like, <laughs> that wouldn't normally ever come up to me. Like, if I was at a bar or something, they wouldn't come up. They would not have the balls to come up and say something to me. Uh-huh. But on Twitter, okay, you're going to say something. Oh, totally. Uh, like, let's do this. Let's fight. I will fight that. you. I will fight you, assholes. Another thing that's interesting is uh, Vicky's I, hair. You know, uh-huh. They used corn syrup to get that look and everything. Oh, uh, why? Which... High fructose? Exactly. <laughs> well, might as well. Why She's corn, like, you what do you mean corn syrup? syrup? It just said, was <laughs> set with corn syrup. Her hair was set with corn syrup, which caused problems why? when they shot exterior stuff because it attracted bees. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Catherine. Those bees are like, look name? at this flower. Kathy Moore. Hair and makeup, come over here. Yeah. yeah. Hair it's and your makeup job is like, but I'm allergic to, to bees. Who has the EpiPen? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? And they didn't Damn even invent it. it back then. They're no. like, what's an EpiPen? Oh, I don't know. Okay. Straight well, well, I up. think we, I think we did it. I think. I mean, I don't know what okay. else we're going to talk about besides Amy either. throwing up, shitting on this whole entire movie. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. It just didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, I me. thought it was complete. Yeah. Er, 
incredibly well done. Would you recommend it is my question. I would wouldn't. you be like, somebody's just like, look, I'm looking for a good sports movie. No. Because here's the thing. It's Next. not a fucking sports movie. No. It's not. By any means. No. It's a movie and about assholes. It, and seriously, it was 10 and minutes. Dicks. 10 minutes of boxing. Oh, my God. That's it. It's a good study I in tragedy, I... though. Yeah. I feel. Anyway. I feel like it's Nobody a good Nobody died, though, and I thought somebody was going to die. probably one of the more earlier die. solid biopics. Sure. You know, it was kind of more straightforward. Yeah, it was very, very straightforward. But that's, you know, what's mm. kind of nice about the storytelling because the storytelling is very linear, mm. right? So super linear. Super linear, but I think what they, what Scorsese... Not counting the very beginning when what? it's... What him do you right, mean right, right. linear? And it's just like, um, what, like... Chronologically. Chronologically, you know okay. what I mean? Like it goes very, very... St- you know, by the book, you know, this is just very linear in story. Okay. And then obviously the the setup in the beginning, that very first like right. five minute right. or shadow boxing and mm. the classical music. No, when him, when he, when we come back to the very end before he does oh, okay. his like his next, you know, parlor show he's or doing whatever the lounge. it is, yeah. the lounge, yeah. his lounge Genghis or whatever. Uh-huh. Um, because I think the interesting thing when you look at an opening of a movie like that, you ask yourself the question of just like, oh, fuck, how did he let himself go that bad? Yeah. So you're already asking the question and then you get to see the, the, the downfall and then coming back to that moment. And then by the very end of the movie, he doesn't even take responsibility for it. He blames it on somebody else at the very end of yeah. the movie. And what's interesting to me is that the opening one, the way he was dressed in his tux and uh-huh. kind of how he was talking, it almost sounded like he was going to talk in front of people like accepting an award or something. Like it almost oh, seemed yeah. in the context of the beginning like he was proud or like he he had right, some sort of right. achievement, acknowledgement was going to happen. Yeah, and then at the end of the movie, you're like, oh my God, like, no, no, oh, no. This, this yeah. is what happened? That wasn't even, yeah. Um, I thought the very, very beginning, I, would, <laughs> I wouldn't recommend it as a sports movie whatsoever. No. I think the very first scene was really gorgeous. You know him doing that shadow boxing, and it's just yeah the over the old school um, the, the title sequencing. Yeah, and yeah. the classical music and everything. I was like, wow, this is gorgeous, and then it just stops. And I'm like, oh, so okay, so it's not going to be like this. Well, the funny part for me is like there's storytelling happening in that moment for uh, me, just being okay. that is his element. That is that mm-hmm. is who he is right there. That's how we've. Wound that's our up first view. Of who he tight. is, like Jake LaMotta, the boxer. I right, think this would right. be good. And that's for... how everybody sees him. Yeah. You right. know what I mean? But nobody yeah. knew Jake LaMotta outside the of the ring. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Unless you were really close to him. Yeah. So that moment for us is a way to set up, like, yeah. okay, this is who he is initially. And yeah. then everything else that we see outside of the ring is who he truly, truly yeah. is. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it made sense to kind of have that opening sequence. I feel go- like it was a gorgeous opening sequence. Who I would recommend this to is someone like, a film student mm. for post production or for editing to editing. be like, yeah. okay. just to or be like, sound design. yeah, sound yeah. design where it's like, here's how you make certain effects and certain things happen without being so in your face sure, to the sure, audience, sure. you know. But other than that, I wouldn't recommend it for just casual viewing. I wouldn't. It's an interesting study it. for like a character though, too, like from an acting standpoint to pay attention oh, yeah. to. The like, acting was yeah. phenomenal. Yeah, like the, it's phenomenal. like in the scenes. Like, so I get oh why God. it's in film school. Yeah, hundred yeah. yeah, yeah, percent. Yeah. It's a great study in that. Particular. Pesci 100%. and De Niro yeah. are amazing together, and yeah. they're amazing separately in those scenes. And, yeah, but for Pesci, a Scorsese so film, I'd still amazing. go for The Departed. That's still my yeah. favorite of his, or yeah. Goodfellas. Yeah, Mean I Streets think those, and I just think, yeah, I mean, honestly, I think so. Like, kind of like with Vertigo, I feel like these filmmakers, where these are considered some of the best films ever made, I'm like, there's so many of their other movies that are so much better, right? You yeah. know, I mean, but yeah, for sure. Oh well, but you got to think about like, and and this is just maybe my own personal bias, but I feel a lot of these movies, they're on that list for a lot of different reasons. 
right? Like mm-hmm. if you Well, I was trying to find out why specifically. Well and even with your, right. your film critic friend. Right. Um like yeah, I get that, but I mean, is is this like one of the best for Scorsese or even no. like even with Citizen Kane? It's like I get why it's on the list because for its time, all this shit was revolutionary. But right, I right. was w- trying to find something that this was revolutionary in, and I couldn't. Mm. Not anything that stands out. Like oh, I it's get why. It's- I'm telling you, man. She won. She- Schumacher won for best editing mm-hmm. that year, and De- oh. and De Niro won for best actor. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they won for best sound design. And you the know, crazy Pesci, thing is, they Pesci couldn't even promote won. United Artists couldn't even promote this film properly for award consideration because they had two financial bombs oh. just previous, like Heaven's Gate, Heaven's oh. Gate, and something else that were they were oh. in financial problems, so they couldn't even promote this that like how they would have. Right. So right. it's amazing that. Because it's all so, political, so it's oh, amazing that it's still won oh, I know it. in spite of <laughs> not spending mm-hmm. that money for the press junkets. And right, right. Press junket. Well, I mean, the more the and more we do a these. press junket. That's hilarious. The more and more we do these, I realize that for us, we like, we like characters. Yeah. We care about characters, mm-hmm. and then we care about the story that yeah. drives them. Some people, you know, like uh, like plots. I mean, yeah. You know, I think for us, we're big on following a character that we truly right. want right. to see. But I just want to care. Here. But I we also care because it helps yeah. helps the rest of the the whole story go down. And you know what? Even if we don't like a film, which I didn't care for this one, I yeah. can still appreciate. point out and appreciate sure. the technical aspects and totally. the, the craft aspects of it, mm-hmm. and can appreciate it. So you know, you have that duality where it's yeah. like I don't really care for this movie nor do i care about any of the characters but i get blah 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 blah, all this shit i get why it's really impressive this is a very like and they kind of they talk about this right like and i don't think that has to be a conflicting thing like it doesn't sound like i'm wishy-washy it's just like i can appreciate it kind of like people are gonna hate me the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind Mm -hmm. i don't like that as a movie no but technically it's awesome yeah from a writing standpoint and all that like not for me. Yeah, but from like book? visually, it's amazing. It's I never, never read the book. Okay. Good. I read the book. Never saw the movie. Mm. Well, well, it's Charlie Kaufman. Yeah. I mean, it's he's yeah. he's out there though. Yeah. Anyway, um, but I think for me, I'd rec- like on the same boat for you. Like, I rec- I totally recommend this movie if you are looking for a movie to study, mm-hmm. right, and understand as a you filmmaker. Know, as a filmmaker, fucking watch this 100%. movie. As 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 a spectator of right. people that are just kind of. You know, just wanting to, I don't know. I mean, I bet this is on David Fincher's top five. I could see that. Right? You think yeah. so? Yeah. Probably. It kind of has that moody, scrappy, and. Uh, maybe. I'd be curious to see what it is. Yeah. Well, no. all, all right. right. That was well, awesome. fuck you guys. <laughs> okay. So, Amy, yes, let's sir. go to happier times. All right, let's do What's this. What's making you hard this week? Um, I saw a really interesting um, documentary this week, Ooh, and it was based on um, uh, what, what was it? It was like on YouTube, and it was um, on Harambe, the gorilla that they shot because it got the four-year-old kid. Oh, yeah, bad parenting and the gorilla and that stuff. was protecting that four-year-old yeah, kid. Yeah, and it just it it made how it made me hard, and why I bring it up is because you know. This gorilla was like so human like. I mean, he was friends. Yes, he was, you know, just like 
friends with people and uh, <laughs> I don't understand why they had time to get the gun but not the tranquilizer. Yeah, that was and they also said anyway, that Trank would take way too four long hours or something like that for it to Just load him up. Poo, 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 poo. Special K, ketamine. Just, I don't think it works that way. <laughs> that what about ke- Legolas? On his ass. You guys, I'm going to Legolas right now. I'm going to pull the arrow. Poof. Yeah. See, I didn't do this this time. You didn't. Oh, yeah. You did I not didn't. do the I gun. I pulled it. Poof. I like Legolas. That. I like you guys, I'm totally doing poof. Pantomiming. No, not uh, bing, bing. Not papu, papu. I I do European Yeah, you do uh, very more realistic <laughs> weapon noise. Did you guys ever see the family guy where Stewie got a European CNSA and so the cow goes, Shazoo. And Stewie was like, no, it doesn't. It most certainly doesn't. <laughs> then they ended up in Europe later on in the episode, and they're like, "Where are we?" And he goes, and he hears a bunch of cows going shazoo. And he goes, "Well, I know we're in Europe." Eh, that's nice. pretty anyway. funny. All that's right, nice so but it's a good documentary. It is. It is. Where'd you, you know see what? It? On YouTube. Okay. On YouTube, and it was like it in fifteen-minute increments. I'll I'll get it for you guys, and you can put it up on the cool on the description. But and anyway, can I do my plug right now? Do you want to do it now? You want to get it in early? No. It's time to go. Why no? What? Just you, go, you, Gary. God. <laughs> we'll do plugs after this. <laughs> She's like, yeah, I don't excited. even want to be here today. <laughs> She's I like, you assholes made I me watch told. this fucking movie. <laughs> then I had to be here at 9 a.m. 9 a.m. You had coffee ready for me that tastes like shit. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what else? Dick balls, fart, fuck, pussy. And I'm going to get the fuck out of here. Oh, my God. And then she drops the mic. Yeah, exactly. Boom. Boom, bitches. Gary Thanks, makes, right. makes her pay for the mic. Yeah. So and me? I'm just like, God <laughs> damn it. Just invoice me. Yeah. Okay, Gary, what's Gary? making you hard? Um, <laughs> I just went to go see a wonderful New Zealand film Ooh. yesterday called Hunt for the w- Wilder People. Okay. It's phenomenal. It's from the guy that did what we did in the shadows. Oh, wow. Oh. Hilarious. Wonderfully. Jemaine Clement. Uh, the other guy. The, yeah. the guy that's going to oh, direct Brett? Thor. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't remember his goddamn name. Okay. It's such a, it's a, yeah, he's from New Zealand. Okay. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. But dude, phenomenal. What's it called? It's called Hunt for the Wilder, the Wilder People. Oh, wow. I keep saying Wilder People. Wilder People. Hunt for Wilder People. The Wilder People. It has, um, it has mm-hmm. uh, Professor Grant from Jurassic Park. Oh, cool. In the, cool. In the uh, movie. Professor uh, Grant. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, okay, got it. So, it's um, so good. Basically, the, the, the whole concept of the story, it's about. Is that Sam Neill? Uh, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Australia. Um, I think you meant the professor from Jurassic Park 3. Uh, <laughs> yeah, my bad. Didn't have his doctorate back then. <laughs> <laughs> um, ultimately, what the story is about, it's about a super chubby uh, New Zealand kid that is kind of going through the foster system. Oh. Super um, kind of a ruckus around the city, you know, uh, a nuisance, if you will. And they basically give him to a family in like the rurals of New Zealand, um, far away from the city. And the kid doesn't really want to be there. You know, everybody's just kind of giving up on him, giving up on him. There's one fucking lady in the middle of nowhere is like, no, like I'll take a chance with you. And they build this, you know, really unique bond. Ultimately, uh, he does. Yeah, she she ends up. <laughs> they get married. She ends up passing away and leaving him to her husband. Oh, um, and he runs away into the bush 
which is basically their forest, you know, yeah. and he doesn't survive very well. And the, oh. the, the husband oh. kind of goes through and tries to find him and they have this really weird, and it's very like, it's very nineties. The music has like oh. this really cool synthesizer type of feel. It's very uh, like funny. It. You know, he, he names his dog Tupac and he wants to be Ooh. a gangster, you yes. know, and it's such a good, yeah. it's such a good fucking movie. And it's crazy to me because I mean, uh, you know, we, we saw suicide squad and we watch all the fucking big blockbusters that come up. And to be honest with you, fuck those movies because yeah. this you took me forever to see this movie because yeah. they only have a couple of copies. That's the one copies. that you said like bounces. They're all bouncing around. around. It's only playing at this theater until Thursday, and then it gets Where? shipped off to someplace else. You know what? What theater did you see it at? Um, there is a, a kind of like a little art independent like, art yeah. theater in South by South Coast Plaza oh, okay. in Costa Mesa, okay. Santa Ana border, right. um, and. It it just bounces around, mm-hmm. so it's only playing there till Thursday. I'm like, fuck it. I think I'm just gonna go see it again yeah. before before Ooh. it's out because it's such a good movie. Yeah. It was like eight bucks to go see this movie, oh and God. these fucking shitty ass, yeah. 175 million dollar goddamn movies are getting yeah. jerked off to all goddamn day, yeah. and then you get to see a movie like this that is so well done Appreciate with really great yeah. actors with with a storyline that actually means something, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and then no one ever gets to hear it. Yeah, yeah. I that watched that. Th- I watched that movie in a theater of. Five people. It was oh, me, nice. my wife, two other couples, and an old lady in the back. I love it. And that was I it. I love it. And I'm like, fuck, this theater needs to be full of people yeah. watching this movie. It's so good. It is so yeah. good. Mm-hmm. So I recommend it. Hunt for the Wilder People. Okay. Go watch it if you guys can find okay. it. It's fucking phenomenal, man. All right. Awesome. So that was hard. <laughs> okay. um, mine for this week is the new Netflix original film, The Little Prince. Oh. I saw it last night. It's, it's probably... No, not probably. It is one of the best animated films I've ever seen in my life. Oh, oh I wow. just I saw it up there. I haven't seen It's incredible. It's a series? Is it? No, it's a it's, it's a, a movie. movie. Okay. So, originally um Paramount was supposed to distribute it. Uh-huh. Um and they dropped it a couple weeks before its premiere because they were so busy promoting their smash hits Zoolander 2 and Ugh. Whiskey Fox Tango. Uh-huh. Oh my god! To fully promote this one, so they dropped it, and Netflix picked it up. Good. Oh wow! And Good. man, oh, this is Paramount's Netflix. loss because this is just beautiful. Not, it's beautiful. It's so well done. It's just full of emotion. I totally yeah. did cry. Aww. <laughs> at like Noah. two spots. It's Aww. just so very beautiful. It's stop motion. Nice. Oh, it's, really? Yes. It's so very beautiful yeah. and it's so well done. It was like the highest grossing film in France ever. It was $88 million. Dude, oh, French wow. people know how to yeah. make a good animation. Yeah. yeah. And Dude, the thing with really this do. is actually the, it was made for English uh-huh. with like English actors and everything. And then it was. Mm-hmm. You know, translated over for French before it even premiered here, obviously. Uh-huh. But it did so well in Brazil, so well in France. And then it comes here to this nothing. And like Paramount's just like, Meh. you know, but it's like they could have used this movie instead right, of fucking right. Zoolander 2 that tank. Right. Whis- or Fox Whiskey Tango or whatever yeah. that's called. Yeah. Whiskey Fox Tango that like totally bombed. This could have been like fucking Tina Fey. Man, like Paramount's running on fumes right now financially. Ooh. And it's like yeah. this could have been dude, right. this should be up for best animated feature for the Oscars. Wow. I would want okay. this to win. It's when did it gorgeous. come out? Just came out like this uh, week. Okay. We should do okay. a mini major okay. on this, but it's okay. Yeah, let's do it, dude. Beautiful. I'll watch it this weekend. Awesome. Do it. Nice. Yeah, do I, it, it's in my queue. I saw it. it. I, okay. Yeah, it's in my queue for sure. I would love it's to just hear what so you guys, um, good. Get your heads together. Yeah, there's a couple of movies writers. that I could recommend right now that I've seen that are just so like in the independent vein mm-hmm. of things. Just uh, I've just been like 
after watching, so I've been watching the, you know, we went to go see Ghostbusters, and then we saw fucking the new Star Trek, and then we saw Suicide Squad, and whatever the fucking next one is that we're going to go see. <laughs> Dude, I... There's just I was just like I can't, I can't watch any more of these fucking yeah. <laughs> So it's so refreshing movies. to see that good so films are still being made now. Now, yeah. but they just don't get the fucking line of no. day, man. No, they don't. You know what I mean? And that's the frustrating just part. Just seeing for this me. movie broke my heart where I'm oh. like, yeah. No, I'm just saying like it could have yeah. been yeah. so like It could have been something. It could have been a contender. God, I mean, I know <laughs> everyone loves Finding Marlon's Dory dead. and I haven't seen that yet, but I'm like, damn it, more shit like this needs to come out. Yeah, I mean, totally. it needs to be just yeah. celebrated. Yeah. And the thing well, is this is the type where I'm like, man, if they would have promoted this right, uh-huh. because it's a children's book and right. everything, like this could have done really well. So uh-huh. it's not even a fact of like, oh, yeah, because I always hear this all the time. And I'm sure we do, too, with right. our film friends where it's like, oh, this should have got major push. But it's like it doesn't have that big of an appeal. appeal yeah. So I get it. Whereas this one, I'm like, man, it did though right but that's mm-hmm. a hit or miss type of thing right i mean we talk about a lot of this shit during our our minis but at the same time if it if you don't know any yeah. of that it's all a crapshoot you know right. what i mean like you well, cannot saying the metrics are here now that it could yes. have that's it the had hope, the recipe right? uh-huh. for success whether or not it would be successful who knows but it had the recipe could you imagine the metrics that netflix holds on to about like what movies yeah, cuz yeah. they don't love and what people right. don't yeah. but they hold on they don't to that release shit that. lock and key no, even they don't even with the series it. they no, don't no, could they you don't. just imagine what yeah. like the type of movies that we'd be able to see if hollywood knew that the shit that everybody is you know literally what? watching yeah. they you know have, consistently or choosing yeah, to watch or choosing to they watch they would be wrapping their pants but that's why netflix is doing so good because they have that metric information and that's why they have do they have the fucking leverage right now which is super smart but yeah. whatever I mean I don't know man um, I will watch it though yes I will. Okay. we should there. do a mini the little, All right, cool. the little print Amy I know you're super excited what plugs oh. what plugs you got girl uh, just get at me, Give me that on butt Twitter. Plug, girl. Oh my god, the butt plug. <laughs> we doing Brando again? Okay, hit, hit me up on Twitter at the Amy J and I'm also on Instagram Amy J P R. Cool. cool. Welcome. Uh, yeah, you guys can holla holla at your boy, you. uh, the real Jonesy. My man, the real Jonesy on Instagram. <laughs> I have you didn't to at do least that. Once. Yeah, you didn't at do that at the once. beginning. I'm sorry. I was worried. I, I know. Like it. I like it. Sorry. Uh, yeah, you can just find me on Instagram, the real Jonesy. Cool. Okay. You can find me on Instagram at Noah Kinsey, Twitter, the Noah Kinsey, and for UFR. It's just UFR podcast for Twitter, for the website, and and for Facebook. Facebook. And thank you all all for the awesome feedback this week about the podcast. Yeah. We super appreciate it, and it's super fun talking to you guys on Twitter. Yeah, we're getting a lot of good feedback. Make sure to go to iTunes, subscribe, rate, and review. That helps us out tremendously. Um, also, pay attention for the next couple of weeks because we're going to be doing giveaways finally. Yes, That's we are. Right. Going to these screenings. So we got some uh, Suicide Squad giveaways that we're going to give out. Ooh. Amy got some some stuff that she's going to give Swiggity out. Swiggity swag, Swiggity yo. swag, swag. We got some movies and TV shows from my personal collection. Yep. <laughs> that <laughs> no one's trying to get rid of. Gently used. <laughs> hey, man. Free <laughs> shit's free <laughs> shit, you know? Yeah, yeah. But we'll also do, we'll have some t-shirts at some point. I we're have gonna... a gently used Alvin and the Chipmunks sweatshirt, you there guys. There you go. I have a gently used dildo that I can give Ooh. out to. It's not gently. No, no, it's not. There's it white marks. Yeah. You were used and yeah. abused with that, weren't you? Mildly. Okay. All right. It's not abuse if you like it, though. <laughs> yeah. So make sure uh, before <laughs> this comes out, we've so released wrong. a mini major on Suicide Squad. So yes. definitely God. check that out. It's yes. full of spoilers. Okay. Spoiler and, <laughs> and our next 
anthology episode of Upon Further Review is The Searchers. Nice. The Searchers? What the shit is that? <laughs> 